everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Landlord and Tenant Podmas, the only podcast that has the balls to ask the question, can a landlord and tenant be buddies? Hi, everybody. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Landlord James. And I am your other host, and my name is Christmas Mike. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying that because this is our Christmas episode, our holiday episode. I guess I should be I should be holiday Mike. Oh, here we go. Um, to reach out to all of uh, the people of all faiths and backgrounds, but um, this is very exciting. Here we are live on uh, on YouTube with Sonar for our holiday episode. Did you do you notice anything unusual uh, near me, James? Um, I guess you're talking about your wreath. Yeah, the other. Okay. Yes, Mike, if you're if you're listening to this on podcast and not watching it on the stream, Mike has a very plain, small wreath on his empty white wall behind his head. Yeah, well, it's the kind of wreath I imagine they would have had on the night um, that Christ was born in in the inn. So I don't need a fancy, you know, I don't need a uh, Jeff Bezos style wreath just something something fun uh you you certainly haven't decorated your your space no mike i don't do christmas i don't do holidays um if it wasn't for stupid COVID, i can guarantee you i'd be at the club uh probably christmas day uh as it is so so my life doesn't change you know i don't care about the holidays whatever humbug yeah Um, yeah scrooge hey you know it's something funny i realized recently um there are you familiar with the Disney classic uh Mickey's Christmas Carol? Not really. You've never seen that cartoon with no. Scrooge McDuck as Scrooge and anyway, Goofy is in this cartoon as Jacob Marley, Scrooge's uh former business partner and Bob died. Marley's son, right? <laughs> he's uh yeah, he's in a super group with Damien and Ziggy Marley. <laughs> uh and he is Jacob Marley, Scrooge's former business partner, who is condemned to roam the earth with chains forever for his sins. And in the Disney version, that character is played by Goofy. And he's so he's dead Goofy. He's the ghost of Goofy. And Disney even marketed a toy of dead blue Goofy with chains on him. And I can't imagine a child, uh, unless you're a real freak of a child, maybe if like a young, a young uh, Jeffrey Dahmer or Ted Bundy. Uh, those are the only people who I could imagine liking such a toy. Oh, fair point. Hey, can we get back to this wreath? How long did it take you to to hang to to set up your decoration there? By the way, oh, not long at all. I got the level. I got my pencil, and I made you know a few marks. I measured how I wanted it to hang. Uh, then I got my <laughs> roll of green tape. And uh, next thing you knew, it was up on the wall. Yes, I noticed that. And and again, apologies if you're listening to this and you're not watching, but Mike's very small, very plain wreath on his empty white wall behind him is hung just with some green tape. You make me think of red green, Michael. Duct tape. Uh, well, if the ladies don't find you handsome, at least you can uh, put a wreath on the wall with green tape. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's good. Very cool. I know someone um, through friends. Mm-hmm. It's like this, like apocryphal story, but I'd like I'd like to think it's true. Uh, someone I know dated Steve Smith's son. <laughs> Steve Smith, of course, played Red Green mm-hmm. among other classic characters. Um, yeah, and they said that during the date, Steve Smith's son mentioned quite a few times that his father was Red Green. Right. So, 
you know, I would too. What woman could resist, you know? A hundred percent. I feel like uh, all the guys at the Possum Lodge gave off real alpha male, ultra masculine energy. Um, you know, they've probably all read the game. Yeah. So this is exciting, Mike. So if you're, you know, we've got people watching this stream. They're watching us. Other yeah. people are going to be listening to this on podcast. We've got comments here popping up. Darren Springer, Adrian Gunn, Tina Whitecastle. Hey, it makes me think of Harold, uh, Harold and Kumar. Oh, yes. The, the little hamburgers and the two friends. Yes. <laughs> yes. A guy, uh, Adrian Gunn, uh, uh, says he hopes that Mike hung his wreath up uh, in a stud with his green masking tape. Yeah, I, I put the tape uh, on the wall where a stud was. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if you're looking for a stud. All right. All right. Uh, James, this is our... Uh, it's supposed to be our final episode of the year, a little unconventional because we're on, you know, video and 3D and we're usually just in podcast form. But I wanted to ask you how you feel about doing an extra episode before the end of the year. I'm talking about a Christmas Day live spectacular or each in our beds snuggled in our uh, pajamas snacking and we just talk about christmas dreams and our you know uh christmas memories and it could be a really fun thing i could read uh some christmas ghost stories to you yeah i think i'm gonna be busy on christmas day so okay no no you have plans all right yeah could be fun i was just gonna stay in bed and snack and and think about christmas dreams (laughs) Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? You go ahead and do that. I've, I've got, uh, you know, other stuff to do than, than right. podcasting on Christmas day, but thanks, thanks for the offer. It's tempting. Oh, what do you, someone has a sip. What, what are you drinking there? Um, it's my classic. It is, um, absinthe Jägermeister and plain old water. Right. And, uh, gets me going, gets me pumped up to perform. It's good for the heart too. Gets that, uh, beating at a good amount. So, um, I'm feeling good. Are you drinking anything, Michael? I have a, a Toronto beer. Okay. <laughs> very good. Very good. It's just like Toronto. Um, it's very good. But, um, how the hell has your week been going, James? Well, great question, Mike. Um, guys, if you've been listening, uh, you know that, um, over, I've been very upset about this whole thing. We can't put kids on Santa's lap. Oh, wait a second. We've got a question here. We've got a question. Oh, we have a botanist on, on the line. Hulbert, too, has asked, can we learn more about James's plant? I have a plant behind me. Um, yeah. yeah, the story behind that plant is that uh, it's kind of a sad story. Um, a, a neighbor of mine, you know, I live in Hogs Hollow, um, was dying. And she was like, oh, could you give this plant to my son he's like and i'm like sure i'll give the plant to your son but nice. then it was like what an ordeal he lived like not close he was like uh, not at all remotely nearby he was like in oakville and it was just a real pain so i i was like you know what he's what he doesn't know isn't gonna hurt him so i kept the plant so that that was an oh, old wow. dying lady's plant what, when mind? did this happen oh, like oh boy a couple nights ago no, it's not too. It's not too late to, uh, to do the right no, thing. Driving on yeah. the twenty third is a yeah. nightmare. Driving on the twenty fourth is an utter nightmare. So, 
I hope that the the poor old lady's ghost doesn't come back to haunt you and you know uh do like hey, a sort of I'm a kind of freak that, that, that if an old lady's ghost came in and tried to haunt me, I'd say, Hey babe, you want a drink and maybe a, a roll in the hay? Really? Why not? Interesting. Very interesting. I always pegged you for a guy who liked much uh much younger romantic partners, but hey. Well, typically, but you know, I'm open to anything. Yeah. Anyway, we were, doing it with an old ghost would be the ghost you know. is young. That's the thing. The ghost oh, is actually okay. very young. Right, right. It hasn't been it hasn't been a ghost for long. Right. That is the same as if it's a younger woman in oh. her body. Yeah. Son is probably a beta. Yeah, yeah probably. Very true. Uh, yeah. anyway, so we're talking about our weeks here. We got derailed. But I love it. I love the comments. That's um, what Christmas is all about, you know, just yes, going with the streaming, flow, getting comments, man. tech. Yeah. So um, if you've been listening to the pod, you know, I, I've been pissed that we're not allowed to put our kids on Santa's lap anymore. So I took it into my own hands. I rented a motel in uh, the 905 and I filled it with my own Santas that I hired and I brought into this country uh, from the Balkans. And um, I filled this old motel with these guys who were going to be yeah. Santas for me. And, um, you know, we, we get the kids to meet us at an undisclosed location. We blindfold them and the parents and we take them to the, to the, to the village. And we call we're calling it Santa's freedom village. Yeah. Um, anyway, ran into some speed bumps. Didn't go great. Um, I'm going to be honest. Turns out like a lot of the guys I hired were ex-military. Yeah. And, uh, many of them, some of them were Serbian, some of them are Croatian. And it was just like, I don't know anything about this stuff. Turned yeah. out to be a mistake, and they They're did like not all cats and dogs. Like honestly, yeah. exactly, you know? Michael. Cats yeah. and dogs is a per- oil and water, whatever yeah. you want to say. Yeah. Um. So, like oil and water with hundreds of years of of tribal grievances. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's exactly it. So, um, in the end, didn't work out. We did have um a few of the Santas pass away. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, so uh, we did cancel the Santa's Freedom Village, sadly. Um, yeah. and uh, and actually, I did want to take a moment here on our live show, uh, to pay tribute to some of the of the Santas I brought over, um, who that's didn't nice. make it. Right. So that's that's a nice. You know, I often think you're a stinker, but this is very nice. So is this like um. Are you doing this on top of the of the funerals? I assume you're yeah. arranging for these men. It's well, it's in in lieu of, in replacement of. I find oh. that these days people don't funerals kind of passe. They're very 1998. Uh, whereas right. sort of an online tribute that's very you know free and easy to download is much, I think, a nicer tribute. Really, so oh. yeah, still still nice. Yeah. It is nice. I think it's nice. So, yeah, um if we could get uh, our friend Stacy to uh start the slideshow here just to just to pay tribute to some of the Santas we lost this year at Santa's Freedom Village. <laughs> we got some music playing playing here. Yes, this is one of the Santas we lost, Ruvim Dobriovje, and he was a a jolly old man. Um turned out the guy was a hell of a shot. I'll say that. He was a hell of a shot. And uh Ruvim, we missed you, pal. <laughs> Can we do the next guy with Santa we lost? Yes. <laughs> Miroslav. This guy was a, a workout Whoa. freak. He was doing CrossFit. The guy was probably yeah. 80 years old. He's still doing CrossFit all the time. 
Yeah, you were always telling me that he was like razzing you for, you know, skipping leg day or, you know, mm-hmm. eating junk food. Yeah. And I always said, hey, your legs aren't so great. Maybe you need to do leg day, Miroslav. But lo and behold, <laughs> he, uh, he didn't make it from the whole uh-huh. Santa's Freedom Village uh, issue. Uh, next one, Stacy, please. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, this guy, I love this guy. This guy was only known as Gochko. <laughs> and I don't know what he did in the Balkans, but I get the sense it wasn't good because I don't think you, you get to get away with having just one name unless you're pretty notorious in some way or another. It's like, you know, he he doesn't look the same, but he reminds me like to, to rock a just like a one word name. I'm mm. thinking of Cher. Madonna. I'm thinking of uh, Jack Hay. Madonna. Mm. Um, I'm thinking of Prince. So he sure. Gojko definitely has that kind of vibe going on. You know what I mean? He does. He does. Gojko, when you when when Gojko walked into a room, you knew he walked into a room. Let's leave it at that. He had uh, that Ooh, it factor, as Randy used to say in American Idol. You had that wow factor. And Gojko what, would walk in and you'd just go, whoa. What do you think Randy would say if Gojko did a performance? And there's that moment of that tense moment where you're waiting for Randy to say something. I'll tell you what Randy wouldn't say to Gojko. That's a no from me, dog. He would mm-hmm. not say that because Gojko just had it. He had it. And it's actually really sucks that he didn't make it through the violence of Santa's Freedom Village. That and what I will underline in which no kids were harmed, just some of the Santas. Well, that, that, that's at least something. Yeah. Could we get the next person up there, Stacy? Yeah. Sasha Gerger. Um, wow. Oh, yeah. He's ripped and good looking. He's- very well built, and he's, he seems to like the beach. And he mm. reminds me of Toronto's. Um, remember fashion that guy, Santa? Fashion Santa. That's exactly yeah. what I was thinking. He looks like yeah. Fashion Santa. He could have been a model. I mean, this is just a yeah. candid photo he took. Great. Yeah, we got a <laughs> comment there saying the good die young. This was just a great True. photo he took just naturally, and it's sad uh, he was lost in a game of Russian roulette, which oh, I don't know why no. they're playing it. It's like, give me a break, what guys. A waste. I know PS5 just came out. Yeah. Um, and the last one there, Stacy, if you don't mind. Yeah. <laughs> now, the last guy we lost, uh, Jackson. Ivan. Yeah. You know what? I actually think he was Canadian. So he, I, can I, don't know how he, I don't know how he passed away. Maybe it was natural, but, uh, he did have a, a Canadian North American sounding name, but he looks like Santa, right? He he looks exact exactly like Santa from his beard to his uh, body shape to that look on his face. <laughs> yeah, that's the look when you get a he gives you a present. Uh, yeah, he, and how did <laughs> how how did he pass away? Yeah, uh, he was actually uh, it was a pork chop, unfortunately. So he 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 wasn't to do with the whole Balkan uh, divisiveness that uh, right that took some of the others. Sadly, unless unless you think that. God is a, you know, what was Ivan? Was Ivan Serb or was he? Well, Michael, as I was saying, I actually don't know. And I kind of think he maybe was just like from the GTA. Right, right. Sorry. From Stouffville. My mistake. mistake. Anyway, sad still. Anyway, so to those gentlemen who gave it all to serve Santa's Freedom Village, I say thank you. And that's all I'm sort of responsible for. I hope you guys understand. RIP, absolutely. And um, wish you the best. Yeah, my heart goes out to them and their families. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, how about you? How are you doing? Oh, well, I'm I'm my hands are shaking because I'm so nervous about what is about to happen, what I'm about to do. Um, because I'm about to see if I can 
how does the saying go? Your uh, if my mouth can cash a check that my ass made, or what's that? how does that saying go? You I know, don't know, Mike. I I promised about a month ago that I was going to debut a an original Christmas song. Yeah, and it was my intention to write a Christmas song that would go down as one of the greats. You know, a song that you'd hear every year on the radio. Um, you'd hear it when you're doing your shopping, maybe at the grocery store or the drugstore, and um. I want to compete with the heavyweights. You know, all I want for Christmas is you, Fairy Tale of New York, uh, Christmas in Killarney, all the big ones. And uh, I've done the work, and I'm about to premiere my song. Um, I'm excited. So, uh, I mean, Mike, no offense, but you set a high bar. So, I mean, this is – I hope the audience is ready because this you, you really are shooting for the moon here. Yeah, I could uh, – this could ruin my career if this doesn't go well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um but let me just give a bit of background on this song because um, it, it took a long time to get here. Uh, about a month ago, I had just this idea that I do, I do a Christmas song that in some way was about uh, candy cane. Uh, <laughs> I had some misfires. Uh, I originally thought it'd be like a, a giant candy cane sort of UFO landing on Earth. Uh, then I, I thought it would be something I had like a sort of nightmarish vision of a candy cane rising from a toilet. And that was not. I, I just didn't think it had much, you know, uh, mainstream appeal. Mm. So what I did is I combined two styles of Christmas songs, a sort of popular, fun style of song, sort of like, you know, Frosty the Snowman or, or Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer with the intense religious, uh, you know, message that you get in a uh, silent night or a what, uh, what child is this? And so um, I've come up with something and I'd, I'd love to share it with you and the audience. Michael, we're, we're excited. We're waiting. Adrian uh, Gwynn is typed here. Stoked. Can everyone hear my, uh, my guitar there? Yep. <gasps> oh, we've got a comment here that our, our, uh, one of our viewers here has woken up his 15 year old, 15 month old. So <laughs> woke up my 15 year old son to hear your song. <laughs> yeah. Maybe one day. Well, maybe, maybe one, one day. day. Okay. This is exciting. Let's do this. Here we go. World premiere. <clears throat> going to be Mariah Carey part two. Okay. <laughs> Mariah Carey part two. I might not look as nice as Mariah, but I can, I like to think I could sing like her. A long time ago, a magical candy cane fell off a truck. That's right. And into a ditch. Now the children found the candy cane and uh, the candy cane came to life. He spoke to the children and he said the following words. He said, children, you must suckle me. I'm a magical candy cane. I taste so sweet and I smell so nice. And also my name is Jason. Now the children suckled that candy cane until he was almost gone. And they began to cry when they saw he was nearly finished. But but Jason the candy cane, he said, kids, you mustn't be sad. And he told the upset children the story of the Christ child. He said, 
He was born to save us from all of our sins. If we believe in Christ, we shall live forever. He said, children, I am Jason, the magical candy cane. Now, who will suckle me until I pass away? Yes, one of you must suckle me until I pass away. Thank you. Um, hmm. Well, <clears throat> yeah. I got through it without making any uh, mistakes with the words or the guitar. Um, hmm. Jason Candy Cane is a complex rhyme. Well, it's not. A, okay, very, very funny. James, what? I'm not interested with the rabble think. I'm interested in what you think. Yeah. What were you going for? With that, like As you I said, yeah. Hmm. So that to you is like all I want for Christmas. Like that's your goal for that to be like Mariah, all I want for Christmas, or it's like I all I want. Bells. Yeah, or, or Christmas tree, but with like a very mm. um, powerful religious message as well. And it, it touches on mm -hmm. themes of mortality, uh, overindulgence, mm -hmm. happenstance. You know, all the Christmas themes. Yeah. Hmm. Well. Does it need some electronic, you know, like a dance beat or like, uh, yeah, like I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you need to hire someone to write it and then maybe to hire, yeah, like write it, write a version and then maybe hire someone to sing it. Hey, you know, Bob Dylan didn't do the best versions of his songs, so I can see. Myself as the writer, you know, selling it to yeah, uh, and maybe you get someone else to write it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that? Well, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, maybe someone else writes. It. Anyway, <clears throat> I'm feeling good. Hmm. The people watching, maybe they'll be able to, uh, you know, give me some advice or guidance. But I, I'm feeling good, and I'm I'm proud of myself for. Uh, I thought it was really catchy. Thank you. It's nice to get some uh, positive uh, reinforcement. This is some Beatles on Ed Sullivan shit. Exactly. Yeah. Hmm. Absolutely. Oh boy. Wow. I've got the post show, uh, you know, well, I hope, down. I hope not Michael, because, uh, we're only a third through. Yeah. Now, do you think we should do the other thing we prepared or should we get our, uh, our guest out? What, what do you, you prepared think? Prepared another thing? Oh, fuck. Yeah. Sorry. You're right. <laughs> well, we should probably get to the guests, right? I mean, we did a lot. Damn. These intros always go longer than you think, right? You know, when two guys are on fire, it's hard to, you know, to stick to, uh, you know, 15 minutes. So, you know what? Why don't we see how we feel at the end of the show? And if we want to do our little thing at the end instead sure, of, sure. Re you know what I mean? End on a segment like, uh, like all the <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll, let's just figure it out in sure. front of everybody. We could maybe do, do it between guests. Who knows? Uh, yeah, but we'll figure it out. People love to look behind the curtain, you know. There was yes. they love to know the planning. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I guess we should then bring on our, our first guest. I will do a little intro here. Yeah. Uh, she is the most famous and most, I guess in some ways, infamous uh us weekly North Pole gossip reporter currently on the scene. She has access to some of the biggest names in Christmas and beyond. Uh, without any further ado, let's welcome gossip reporter Jackie Pirico. Hi, everyone. 
Hey, Jackie, Jackie. thank you for joining us. It's so easy to join you. It's my pleasure, honestly. It's so easy to fall in love. It's so easy to fall in love. I was hoping there'd be more songs immediately. (laughs) (laughs) Keep singing. Our guest wants to be entertained. Okay, first of all, the thing I got to get off my chest off the top here, and this is going to sound critical, but please don't take it like that, okay? Mm. Michael, I have that same wreath, and yours is upside down. Oh, what? but the bow, Scott? that hey, bow is meant her? to be hanging at, <laughs> at the top, what? down the center of the, of the wreath. Are you sure that this isn't just a preference thing? Like how some people put the toilet paper under and some people have it over. <laughs> don't get me started on that because I don't agree with most of the world about that toilet paper thing. Michael is getting up and he's flipping his wreath around and it's whopped over. Well, you know what? It is interpretive. Wreaths are interpretive. Yeah. There we go. But it's great to be here. I have been really busy. Yeah. So you're... You're always, you know, make, you're breaking stories about, you know, scandals and all sorts of nasty things happening up north. Yeah, well, it, I started out with Us Weekly uh, in L.A. Like, that's where I got my start, Ooh. right in the, th- oh. the thick of it. Yeah. L.A., California? L.A., California. Whoa. For Us Weekly, the magazine at Zares. Yeah. Okay. The famous supermarket uh, tabloid. And what happened that you got the transfer to the North Pole? I just had some trouble in the town, you know, Uh-oh. like, you know, you get trouble in, in the town. Like, you know, um, have you ever heard the duet of Stevie Nicks and Tom Petty? Stop. Yes. Stop, stop dragging my heart around. Mm-hmm. And in the song, he shows up at her door and she's like, so you had a little trouble in the town. That's basically all you need to know. I had some issues. Fair and great voice herself. Oh, I can hardly hear myself. That was just. <clears throat> but that's all you got to know about me. Look, maybe I was kind of ingratiating myself into the stories, into my stories, and it and it um, upset some people to get. You were almost becoming becoming the story instead of just reporting on it. Um, yeah. You know, from the backseat, like almost like that journalist and the um, the the the. Uh, What's his name? The tech guy, the tech bro that just was in the news this weekend. Martin yeah. Shkreli. Shkreli. Yeah. Skrillex? <laughs> Martin Skrillex. Like dead Santa. Shkreli. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was kind of manipulating um, events to get like cheating scandal stories and whatever. Right in the North Pole. No, in LA, and that's why I got kicked well, out. I got really oh, okay. But yeah, so now I'm the only disgraced us week us weekly reporter in the North yeah. Pole. So I have the whole scoop. I have like a full access. There's nobody competing right. with me for the scoop. Now you must I'm trying to put myself in your well, I guess if you're in the North Pole uh boots, and I'm thinking if I go from, you know, LA itself, Hollywood. And I'm exiled way to the North Pole. I'm thinking there's going to be no scandals, no juicy gossip up here because everyone gets along in Santa's workshop. You know, Santa and his wife, they're solid as a rock, you know, ho-hum. That's what they want you to think. What? Yeah. So obviously Santa and Mrs. Claus (laughs) seem like 
the couple, right? <laughs> like sure. they, yeah. their relationship yeah. goals. They've been Make together of forever. Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson. Yeah, exactly. Um, wh- what are the other ones? Uh, Goldie and Kurt Russell. Yes, who yeah. have a cottage in Muskoka. Apparently. Yeah, and, but they're not even married. What? Yeah, they're not. They never got married. Yeah, they don't believe in a piece of paper, man. No, man. But Mrs. Claus and Santa do. So Santa and Mrs. Claus, or like as they're known up there, Slaws, like Brangelina kind of thing, Slaws. And so get this, Trouble in Paradise. What happened? They're not even living together. Oh my God. Yeah. Like it looks like they are in PR photos. Like you see pictures of them. Oh, Hmm. that's phony. That's fake. That's all bullshit for the cameras. He's not even living there. Okay, so what happened is he's CEO, right, of Christmas. But that's just a placeholder. Like, that's nothing. That gig is nothing. So I've heard that during the year, he's bored out of his mind. He takes a side gig where he's shuttling prisoners from Sing Sing to and from the workshop because they've got, like, a work release program. And, And doing that, he gets in with the wrong crowd. He's out all hours of the night, which sometimes up there is 24 hours a day is nighttime. Good point. And he's off the rails. He's surrounded by strippers and criminals. And Mrs. Claus was having none of it. He's kicked out. Wow. So he is Sing Sing in New York. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a thing people always say in movies, and you go, what the hell? Yeah, Sing Sing. Yeah, he's up at, he's up at Sing Sing. What does that mean? That's the name of a jail? That's the name of a jail, yeah. Yeah. Sorry yeah. for the digression. And and but, they and there's a work release. It's quite a distance, but but Mrs. Claus just sort of like play. kicked his ass to the curb. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then from there he went like he really spiraled after that. He's right. like so he's... thin as a rail. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Is that from Maybe hitting the 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 snow a bit too much, if you know what I mean. Oh yeah, you name it, and it's really good up there. Really? <laughs> yeah. Huh. Like hardly hungover. Really? Wow! Holy shit! I mean, my sources tell me that. Right. So you're saying he's spending time then? Now that he's out of the house, he's spending time with uh, at strip clubs and. Uh, you know, drugs and alcohol. Yeah, um, he's in the darkest corners of the pole at all times. And not, and um, what's more is that his sleigh was spotted at an auto body shop and it looks like a DUI crack up. Whoa. And he was recently pictured in the back of Mrs. Claus's sleigh and she's taken him to rehab and she got him fast food on the way, on the way there. Wow. What wow. what does he eat? And he's smoking butts too. So this is like can I just say something? Everything you're telling me is is making me mad because I associate Santa Claus with family holidays with Christmas. He's like every child's icon. You know what and I mean? And it's shocking, isn't it? It's shocking when you see someone so good all yeah. of a sudden. But that's the pressure. That's where the pressure boils over. Not unlike recent headlines, John Mulaney. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. What great point. Mike, yeah. I think the problem with guys like you is you put guys like Santa on a pedestal. Like, oh, you're perfect. Oh, you're going to give never... me a present and kiss me on the head when I go to bed and tuck me in. That guy's getting laid. That guy's doing drugs. That guy has the same primal urges of Mickey Rourke. Or oh, does he ever have those primal urges? 
my sources Jackie, tell me. Can I ask you? So, James, you just made an assumption. You said that Jack that Santa's getting laid. Jackie, so far you haven't said that. Is he getting laid out of like like crazy? Oh, he is. He's oh. getting laid like every night, and probably later tonight too. With the same uh, partner, at least. Uh yeah. Always the exact same girl every night. He's not sleeping oh. around on her. Mm. Okay. Is that bad for to to be doing that through two nights before Christmas Eve when he's got a lot going on? <laughs> yes, because it, they do say with the annual Christmas present run, it is like boxing or like any kind of yeah. sport. You're supposed to like not mm-hmm. do it beforehand. Yeah, but, but he's doing must. it. He's uh he's gonna have no um what's the right metaphor or you know, he's gonna have no gas in the tank if you know what I mean. That's right. So what you're saying is that for him to do a good job delivering all those toys around the world, he needs to have all of his uh, sperm inside of him. <laughs> and he's he's just sort of, it's all dissipated. That would be ideal. But yeah. like I'm saying, he's rebelling right now. So who knows what he's going to be up to? I don't know. I've gotten to know him pretty well over this assignment. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Did you li- as, as you've gotten to know him, do you like him as a guy? Do you think he's a nice guy? Or? He's great. He's he's great. He, hmm. He's misunderstood. Hmm. And he's hmm. mean so, to me, which is like, makes me like him even more. He's mean to you. Mm. <laughs> he's really withholding, like affectionate, like affectionately he's withholding and kind of mentally manipulative, which is like, haba haba, that's my type. Really? You, but it doesn't matter attracted. what I think. I'm not involved. Yeah, right, right. But uh, you're attracted to him because he treats you badly. That's very uh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> ah, yeah, no, I, I totally get that. I mean, that's always my MO when I'm interested in someone. I start making plans like, okay, how can I be a bit, you know, sort of be a jerk? Um, yes. Set the stage. Like Santa's definitely read the game. Yeah. Really? Right. And that's what I look for in a guy. I look for like one of my main things is that I look for in a guy is the guy that's read the game. Hmm. Right. Well, that's that's that puts you in a very um, unique category among women, I think. So you've got all those boys uh, to yourself almost, you know, <laughs> that's how I like it. But this yeah. is Mike's issue. If Mike found a woman interesting, he'd be like, um, excuse me, miss. Would you allow me to take your this take the thy hand for a dance? Oh, or something? Oh, and she'd go like, mm, no, thanks. Yeah, she'd be like, I'd rather take the hand of the guy who wouldn't commit to giving me his hand in a million years. Well said. Well said. Unbelievable. You've got to get well, with the program. You got to, you've got to learn these things. Fine. I'll, uh, maybe I'll shadow Santa and learn how to be a son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> you should. So Jackie, you're spending time with him. Have you gotten into his brain by talking to him, asking him what is, you know, what is the cause of all this behavior? What's, you know, why, why his relationship with Mrs. C didn't work out. What, you well, know. I'll tell you this. There was a lot of pressure for them, too, coming from her end. Have a baby. Oh, uh, yeah. Been there. Yeah. Done that. Bought the T-shirt. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't into it, I it, it, it was just one of those things where it becomes so much pressure that it just is, it, it's a, it drives them, it drives you apart. You know, yeah, and so obviously, yes, the age thing with her, but being up there so, uh, so high and up in the um, near in the Arctic, your eggs are always frozen, so it's not an issue, right? So it is her, like she wasn't able to conceive. Like you, we don't know if his sperm is is the problem or not. Like 
<laughs> well, I don't know. I didn't get into it with them. I, I didn't get into it that. I'm sorry. I keep talking about Santa's sperm. Yeah, you like really yeah, you're really fixated on for one topic voter here, Mike. Like, <laughs> you'd think that I'd be the one most fixated on that of the three of us, but you're really taking the oh, lead. Why, why is that? Oh, because you're the gossip. Oh, the correspondent. That's why. That's all. Right, right. So when's the last time you saw the big guy or the small guy? Sounds like um early this really early this morning. <laughs> huh. Hmm. Just getting like just you know journal journalism doing journalism. Hmm. And what's the latest? I guess what what's you know. Well, she's asking him to come back. I think, and he's hmm. never going to. He's gonna leave her. Well, hold on. Uh, wouldn't it the smart thing be for him to go back to a you know a stable relationship and uh, no, to be? No, no, no. That's boring. I get that. I'm I'm uh, I'm completely on board with that. Yeah, stable. Look, is... I'll tell you something. That's the difference between her and I. Okay, she looks <laughs> like she's always got food in the fridge, whereas me, usually I just have a couple bottles of champagne and an orange. Do you know what that's from? It's from the movie Disclosure. Oh, with, oh, with Michael right. Douglas and Demi Moore. Yeah. The Michael Carson. I knew I Yeah. Well, yeah. if if the woman that Santa is cheating with is is watching or listening right now, I'd like to just send her a message. Do the right thing and let Santa return where he belongs. Make Christmas what it used to be. Let's have, you know, think of think of the children of the world instead of just yourself, you know? Well, I'll pass that along. Lame. Very good. Well, um, Michael, uh, should we, uh, now that we've, we've had this scoop, should we uh, add another person to the mix here? How are you <gasps> sure. Jackie, do you mind uh, hanging out with our, our, our second guest? I would love to. I'll Jackie, take a back seat. I'd love to hang out. Please chime in. Please continue to, to help us out here. Um, does that make sense, Mike? We'll, we'll bring, uh, we'll bring our, our other guest in. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. In fact, I love it. Oh, I love it too. Um, well, um, well, why don't you go ahead? You're you're the intro king. Why don't you bring oh, him in? You're really putting me on the spot here. Well, you're um, good at it. You are good at it. I feel like um, Johnny Gilbert, the announcer uh, for Jeopardy, who I believe is 95 years old. Wow. Um, our next guest is. Uh, I don't really know too much about him. We just got a name through mm-hmm. the booking agent. Mm-hmm. His name. Apparently is Santa, so it's not Santa. It's sad. Okay, is that no? I spoke to him earlier, and I'm not sure he's going by that alias. But why don't we introduce him? (laughs) (laughs) You might be right. That's why I thought maybe you could. Oh, right. I I screwed up then. Hi, sir. Uh, Would you please welcome to the (laughs) Lieutenant Podmas Christmas Spectacular 2020, the best year there's probably ever been. I'm James. This is Lieutenant Mike, and we've got the fantastic Jackie there. Um, could you tell us your name and what the heck it is you do and what brings you here? We're thrilled to have you. Landlord and tenant. Yes. Landlord and tenant. <laughs> okay, we got a listener on our hands. <laughs> and a singer. And I a just singer. heard it at the beginning of this thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. Thanks. Well, Mike, gotta, who does it? Who has the nice voice? Uh, we we harmonized on that. So it was both yeah. of us. I love yeah. when you guys harmonize. You know that about me. I love that. Wow. Oh, thanks, Jackie. 
Did you notice how I sang it like two people were harmonizing? <laughs> yeah. How did you throw your voice like that? I split the cords in my neck. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. Now, you know, we got a comment here from Adrian saying uh, mm. that this is a real Carl Sagan vibe from you, sir. And yeah. I couldn't agree more. You, you, you were in a suit, a blazer, I guess you'd say, and a turtle, a mock turtleneck. Yeah. I, I love this look. Well, I love the universe, and I think that uh, capitalism and greed is screwing up uh, what, the important things like space exploration and all that crap. Plus, I did acid. I guess I can oh. relate to that guy. Cool. Right. So what's, what's up? Your name? What's up? What's your name? Well, I'm Mike. That's Jackie uh, in the red uh, dress. And James is the fellow uh, with the beard above you. It's like Hollywood Squares almost. <laughs> Yeah, what's <laughs> well, what's your name though, man? I am going by Santa, but they don't. People call me Santa because of what I do for the for the holiday season. I, you know, I I do a charity thing, but my real name is not Santa. Obviously, people just call me Santa. I knew it. Yeah, I'm going to say we've got a comment here suggesting that you might be Elon Musk. Now, I don't think you are, but yeah. I, are you? You look a little different. I'm not Elon Musk. That guy's stupid. <laughs> oh, what wine is Jackie drinking? In a skillet. This is my favorite wine ever. It's the, my favorite wine to drink. Laid on him Riesling. I love a nice VQA, and I love this one. Very good. All right. Very good. Innis Jackie, I'm drinking rum. Oh yeah, you're drinking rum and lime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so sir, we met in the green room. Is it dark rum or white rum? Spiced rum. Hell yeah, because it's Christmas. Sailor Jerry. Uh, in Ooh. fact, it's funny that drinking came up. That's kind of one of the the chair the the charity I do. Yeah, we got to learn. So, well, what is it you do, sir? Well, I am a kind man. So, what I do <laughs> is uh, each Christmas season, what I do, uh, I go around and. I meet up with um, other men who are divorced and maybe possibly having difficulty uh, getting visitation rights for their children, and then I have a drink with them. <laughs> oh, isn't so that this, nice of me? Yeah. So, sorry. So, is this like your job or, or like a business or a charity or? No, it's a well. Yeah, it's a charity. The charity is is you got a drinking buddy on Christmas. Don't worry about it, buddy. And. Do the do these unfortunate men? Do they know you're coming to visit them? They do. Uh, everybody knows that my DMs on Twitter are open. If you send me a message and saying really not feeling well now, bro, then and I get a you get a double click hard on it. That means I'm coming by. So, are you basically really busy all of Christmas Eve and Christmas Day because you have like so many men to go meet and drink with? Some men I don't see, and they usually commit suicide. <laughs> I was just going to ask that if you've ever met a guy, he's not home, and then you, you know, he's on the bridge like Jimmy, um, J Jimmy Stewart. Stewart. The yeah. problem with my job that I created myself is if I'm driving to another guy's house and I see you on the bridge, I got to keep my appointments and make it to the other guy's house. <laughs> So whatever you choose to do on that bridge is, you know, I'm not like 
these uh, lockdown, wear a mask all the time rules uh, mavens too, you know, like uh, right. you can do what you want. If you're on a bridge and you want to jump into uh, the most jagged icicle you've ever seen down on that raging river, hey, I'd love to see it. Uh, you know, like I'd love to see you making the freedom of your own choice. <laughs> live freely, yeah. Yeah, live free or die. That's how I. Uh, I like be exempt and live free. Yeah, be exempt. <laughs> That's my motto. Be exempt, everybody. <laughs> Sir, do you? But if you're a sad you... man and you have a living room with an extra chair and maybe a bottle of rum, then I will come by and I will cheer you up. And that is my charity for you on Christmas. Um. Sir. Do you do you only just have do you stop by for one? This drink man, wait, know? Michael Mondrio. <laughs> what is he saying? What are your special distancing policies for these visits? Like social right. distancing. Social, yeah. I hug the men. I kiss them on the forehead. <laughs> what do you want me to do? What do you oh, want me to not? Sure. It's COVID, so you're not supposed to come within six feet. You're not. You're supposed to wear a mask. Yeah. Yeah, COVID has like. Less than one percent people have COVID. It's a lie. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. What? But yeah, and even if even if it wasn't a lie, you can if you're alone, you're allowed to buddy up with one household. So all these sad men are buddying up with you. Now it sounds though if you're I going trust to these guys house, and I take a test every night. <laughs> but on an average night, how many houses do you visit? I'm just gonna crunch the numbers here. <laughs> Uh, how many uh, houses does Santa visit? You know, it's oh. so, well, Bill. Jackie, you would know that. How many? Well, he's been visiting one more frequently recently. Yeah, sounds like Jackie really knows it. Well, she's a reporter who is on the beat of the. the North Michael, Pole. are you a goddamn daft fool? <laughs> this woman that you've been talking to is sleeping with fucking drug addict Santa Claus. I what? only sleep with drug addicts. So it just happens that Santa is one, and now what am I supposed to do? Go against, my, go against the grain and not sleep with a drug addict? Oh, God. I get it. I get it. That's Santa. why you made that comment when I mentioned Santa's sperm again. Santa looked at her and said, Jackie, with your nose so bright, won't you let me come over tonight? That's pretty good. My, I was on the edge of my seat there. I really pulled. I really pulled back on that one, sir. What even is your damn name? My real name. <laughs> my real name is Andres Parmlord. I don't know what that means. Maybe in the past, my relatives were good at making Parmesan cheese. I don't know. You know. So you're maybe Italian. Maybe. Sounds like it. You my, didn't mention that you were Italian at the start of the segment, sir. Well, to be honest, my mother slept with a million men and her mother slept with a million men. There's no... <laughs> you know, but what is your grandma being slutty have to do with you not knowing? Your... <laughs> oh, yeah, because it would be your grandpa. Yeah. It makes me think of Freddy Krueger, <laughs> whose origin story was that his mom got with a million maniacs or something. <laughs> I don't what is that? The- <laughs> yeah. Is that true? Yes. Yeah, Honestly, mom- James, that's not the first time anybody's said that. My uh, <laughs> my origin story is on, on, not unlike Freddy Krueger's <laughs> mother's 
unfortunate uh, incident in the mental asylum where all of the lunatics uh, had their way with her. Yes, that's right. Oh, God. Awful. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was she doing in the network. mental asylum? No, well, I don't know. This Freddy Krueger's mom was there as a nun, and they grabbed oh. her, and then that was it. She got locked in there with them. I'm a huge fan of the that, series. I, I, I actually did not know his origin story until now. It's so horrifying. It is. I mean, the guy is not. Merry Christmas. <laughs> do you do a Freddy Krueger, uh, sir? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah. But how does I do anything. Say? Yeah, I, I go to these houses to cheer these men up. Most of them, I got to admit, are friends I've had from a long time ago. Um, but if they need cheering up, I do anything they ask. If you need cheering up, I could do an impression of Freddy Krueger. No problem. I've seen them all. Can I ask, have you ever saved someone from, from making a horrible decision by arriving just at the right moment? Yes. Like Freddy Krueger. No, not dressed like Freddy Krueger, but I have saved a horrible, well, um, my friend, uh, Tony was about to jab a butcher knife into his stomach, uh, when I showed up. And I said, give me that knife, Tony, you damn fool. And then I cut him a beautiful slice of uh, smoked Gouda that I brought myself, and I put it on a water cracker, poppy seed garlic flavor. (laughs) And I said, put this in your stomach instead, Tony. And (laughs) Well, how do you you kill yourself after tasting a taste sensation like that, fucking idiot? Was it a Cars (laughs) water water table cracker? You know it. Car. I... Mm. I uh, my two favorite things in the world: car water crackers and uh, sp- espionage novels by Jean Le Carré. <laughs> oh, there you go. Recipes. We lost. Oh them. shit! Really? I uh, just want to sure. mention we got, a, we got a comment from Tina Whitecastle saying that uh, there you go. Uh, Freddy Krueger's mom was a nun, and he was the bastard of a hundred maniacs. I kind of said I'm that. Tina. That oh, that's where the band yeah. got its name. To raise, uh, but it's a live podcast and things. That are is happen. so fake because a baby's only made out of one guy's sperm. I well, know that. In this instance, yeah, but whose sperm? There's so much sperm in there, you'll never know. The only cats can have different dads' babies in their belly at once. Really? Really? Is this something you tell Santa Claus in the wee hours of the night? <laughs> yeah, we do a lot of talking. <laughs> All right. So I could cheer you up. Anyone give it to me. I'm 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 an expert at making you not kill yourself on Christmas. Hmm? How did you come up with this enterprise? Did you once need cheering up from someone? Yes, I did actually. Uh, I'm a divorced man, and I haven't seen uh, my kids in 28 years, and uh, it's fine. I'm sure they're doing fine because I have this thing where I get a sensation in my knee every time it rains, and I think that is also a sensation that means my child's are doing fine. The thing is, is uh, years ago, I was uh, about to kill myself. I tried a noose around an old barn stable uh, (laughs) log, and I was like, that's it, uh, Andres, you're toast. Uh, There's nothing here for you. And then uh, all of a sudden, the barn doors burst open. It's pouring rain out. And this beautiful Swedish milkmaid comes in with the low-cut busty top, like a bustier, almost like a Swedish milkmaid costume. And she starts laughing at me sitting there with the noose on my neck. And, uh, oh, no. That's every, well, can I just yeah. say, that's every guy's nightmare, right? That scenario. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, it killed my uh, erection from just being strangled. But then uh, when she came closer and I saw her in the uh, torchlight that I had there, uh, my erection arose again because she was beautiful. And uh, mm. so anyways, she got me down from there and she uh, talked some sense into me. If you if you, if you consider uh, spend, spending weeks on end in a motel uh, outside of Lethbridge, uh, talking sense. <laughs> and uh yeah we went hiking in Algonquin Park once but anyways the thing is is we made so much love that I kind of forgot about it and uh, I thought she's right so really uh I have to say that uh, Martha if anything I stole your idea basically cuz she kind of saved my life Oh well, um, that's okay um, Yeah she had really big boobs Yeah milkmaid That's what hey, I'm talking Jackie, about Can I ask you cuz cuz our guest here uh, Andres keeps. Uh, he's just told us the story of uh, his from his past, and he mentioned he has kids. Uh-huh. Uh, you don't have to answer it if it's too personal. But do you have kids? Are you have you ever been married or? Um... No, no, no. That's, my life's been my work for Us Weekly. It's just been Us Weekly, Us Weekly, Us Weekly. I don't have time. Right. right. I have Can to you get yourself? in that magazine. I have to get my story in that magazine so people at Zares will buy it and see me, my story. Right. Is Us Magazine only available at Zayers? Us Weekly? Yeah. I think it's only available at Zayers when you're with your mom in the checkout and you look at it. Yeah. Sir? Oh, no, I'm I'm a spinster, I guess. I'm having fun. She has I love oranges. it. That's all that's in my fridge. I love it. If you, if you guys are... Um, Listen to this. Up. Listen to this. Listen to this. Go on. What? Listen to this. You're going to love it. We're waiting. Listen to this. You're going to love it. <laughs> okay. Okay. One of my uh, poor sap of a friends that I visit on Christmas and have a nice cocktail with, uh-huh. we're starting our own comic book. Okay. Really? Oh, like a graphic novel? Or There's graphics in it, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah? What's the comic book called? Well, it's about a boy named Dennis, and he's a jerk. Oh, hold on. That sounds familiar. Sir. What do you mean? I there, feel like he, I've seen that before. Does he what um, do you mean? maybe live next door to an old man who's his rival? And uh, uh, I don't know. Does he have a skateboard and a slingshot? I mean, come on. No, he he lives next door to an old, busty Swedish milkmaid. <laughs> do you know why they're so busty? Oh, wait, no. Milk. It's no, it's barmaids. It's barmaidens that are busty because mm. they crank the um, tap for the beer, yeah. so and they get one big grow. boob. Is that yeah. true? <laughs> yeah. Does one boob suck? Uh, <laughs> yeah, like one boob is absolute shit and stuff. Yeah, and the other one is this magnificent hard as a rock, like you like like muscular mountain and the other one's like a deep they go like this they go my mind your p's and q's governor yeah one of my tits is shit (laughs) yeah (laughs) i can see why so the dennis 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 really bugs this old swedish busty milkmaid right does she take revenge on him uh or does she seduce him i mean he's clearly a boy but uh yeah. She, what the hell, Mike? I, I, I retract the question. I retract it. Time. Retract that question. She kisses him all over the face and leaves uh, lipstick marks, and he goes, Get you! 
Get out of here. I'm not turned on at all. No, Dennis, he doesn't know yet how good that is. So, Andre. <laughs> the reader does, and that's what's mm. troubling. So, Andreas, you're you're working on this comic book. You're helping men. Um, what do you? What else do you have? Like hobbies? Is there? Um, you know, what do you do between uh, when you're not working? Well, uh, I go and see about around the basically the twelve days of Christmas. I see about maybe five or six lonely divorced men per night. Have a few drinks with each of them. Talk shop, you know, and. Uh, after that, in the wee uh, hours of the morning when it's time for me to go home and I've done my charity duty, mm-hmm. I like to drive cars very fast. <laughs> cool. Okay. I'm a, I love fast cars. I love the uh, driving with the just the dusk. The, the sun isn't even up yet. You know, that kind of purpley blue sky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She knows. She knows. Uh, yeah. But do you drive it in a way that, like, in the movies when people just kind of have a death wish and they're like, and they're like, they're doing it because they part of them want to die? Mm. I think that maybe unconscious there is something to it. Uh, I am aware of that. I have read uh, Jungian philosophies and uh, <laughs> I am familiar with Freud's wow. death drive. But also, um, I also think that I just I crank the windows. I have a sun, uh, not a sun. Yeah, I have a sunroof, and uh, the hair blows. The wind blows through my hair, and uh, there's also something about that feeling. And nobody's on the road. I'm drunk as hell, and uh, there's that feeling of pure freedom. Like I started talking about freedom, right? That's what we're all supposed to supposedly fighting for: freedom of choice. You know? Yeah. So yeah, there's something about that. I have hit people, and I've hit animals, and I've hit things. Not animals. Uh, yes. What's your favorite animal? Well, it depends. Like, you mean wild pets or inside pets? Inside, wild, you name it. I've well, hit my it. favorite wild pet is mm-hmm. a fox. Right. Oh. Great. Fox uh, Halliburton, just outside of Halliburton. Give me yeah. another one. Give me another one. Hedgehog. Hedgehog Peterborough. Oh, um, yeah, just, just leaving Peterborough after having a, uh, a Denny's uh, Grand Slam. This is uh, a terrible I- list already, and it's only been two. <laughs> well, why, why don't you write about it in one of your salacious tabloid uh, articles? Because it doesn't have you know it doesn't have the element of sex. That's what sells. That's mm. what sells these magazines off the rack is sex. No one ca- like yes, people care about right. illegal things, but well, what if I sent you a picture of my abs after? Oh my god! Sorry to detract here, but one of those Santas <laughs> was so hot. Oh yes, yes, dead one. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I forget his name, but yeah, one of them was very photogenic, no doubt about it. I have Too the bad. same body as that man, and he's dead, and I'm alive. So what? Uh, <laughs> uh, we have well, a question here. What do you hmm. listen to when you're speeding around town? Yeah, what what music do you listen to when you're doing your late night drunken drives? Mm, Primus. <laughs> cool. <laughs> That's good driving music. Some people say it's you know Springsteen, but I, I disagree. Mm-hmm. I listen um, to Jerry was a race car driver on loop. So I get in there. I'm tipsy as hell. It's like four thirty a.m. The sun's not up. Like I said, you got a nice blue like kind of purpley blue tint you know the sun's around the corner but it's not there yet it's still in newfoundland or something uh bathing the cast of uh 
22 minutes in light as they pour their first cup of coffee. <laughs> and I hit, I, I, uh, I uh, turn the key in my Ferrari, you know, start it up, and then the track starts playing. And then, uh, and then I, and I take off fast, and I hit animals. I make uh, early newspaper men <laughs> drive out of the way, milk delivery men drive out of the way. You name it. It's like a, it's like the opening of a movie. Yeah, but know what's gonna happen to you one of these days. Is if it's like a movie, like you said, Mike, you're gonna crash, and a scary big lady's gonna find you and have you prisoner in her cabin because she loves you so bad. That's one of the hottest movies I've ever seen. It, it is a bit of a hot, sexy premise. Wait, I'm telling you, if the lady from Misery, who's oh, Misery. Kathy Bates, who's like, God, I got a picture of Kathy Bates up in my locker. I have a locker in my house. <laughs> she has milkmaid qualities. <laughs> she has milkmaid qualities, barmaid, everything. Yeah. And uh, when she takes that sledgehammer and literally turns his feet around. Spoiler alert. Her, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I'd be like, ouch. Um, yeah. yeah. My uh, my uh, lieutenant goes like this, Boop! and uh, I gotta say, uh, if someone uh, trapped me and tied me to the bed and uh, smashed my ankles to bits like that, uh, I would say, "Marry me, you damn fool." <laughs> <laughs> well said. Well, um, we're we're almost at mm-hmm. the end of our show here, and I was thinking wow. maybe as a fun a holiday treat, we could very quickly go around the square. And as a climax to the episode, we could all just say what our what our favorite Christmas dinner food is. And we could start with um with you, Jackie. Okay. <clears throat> this is gonna make me sound so like trashy, like white trash. But I love Stouffer's like I like my mom will make the normal stuffing that's stuffed inside the turkey. That's fine. That's good. But I love fake like box stuffing from a box. Box stuffing. Yeah, like I think it's tastier than the stuffing that's inside up the bird. Yeah, it is a bit weird, regular stuffing. You're just sticking some bread up its ass. Yeah, but the Stouffer's stovetop stuffing, like it's so, something about it is just so nostalgic. And you can get it all year round and it takes literally 30 seconds to make on the stove. Wow. And it's ass free. So ass free. It never touched the inside of an anal cavity. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, sir? What's your favorite Christmas food? I'm gonna drive up to the North Pole <laughs> so fast and hang out with you and Santa. Actually, we've been uh, thinking about a third person. Well, put the timer on. You won't believe how fast I can get there. Especially after a few rum and limes. <laughs> <laughs> James, how about you? Oh, uh, my favorite uh, Christmas holiday oh. food has got to be uh, fondue. Oh, you seem like a fondue guy. Of I dip everything in cheese. You want to hear something scary one time, though? I brought a fondue uh, kit over to a man's house that uh, he wasn't an old uh, friend of mine, but uh, he sent me a DM on Twitter saying, Is it true that you cheer people up? Um, and, uh, on Christmas when they're newly divorced and sad as hell. And I said, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I said, how, how do you feel about fondue? Anyways, you could connect the dots. I go over there. I bring my fondue, uh, kit, warm it up. I've got molten cheese 
and all ready to go. I got uh, like a nice uh, sourdough loaf ripped to pieces, like as if you're going to feed a bird, but you're not going to feed a bird. You're going to feed us. We're going to stab the pieces. Of, you know how fondue goes. Anyways, we're watching the first season of Game of Thrones, and it's got that guy, that scrawny guy with the long blonde hair, and he's going on and on and on, like, I want a gold crown, Count Drogo. You owe me a gold crown. Does anyone remember this from Game of Thrones? Yeah, I do. So Count Drogo, what does he do? He picks up the giant cauldron of gold and pours the molten gold all over the guy's head, and he melts and screams and dies right there in front of Khaleesi, who's beautiful, you know. And uh, that was freaky. Well, anyways, this newfound buddy that I'm doing my charity service with, you know, we've had a few uh, Coronas and we're the fondue's ready to go. And he goes, hey, I'm going to give you a, a crown of gold. And I go, ha ha, yeah, sure, buddy. Anything to if I keep you on this planet Earth for one more night, you fucking depressed nut, you know. And uh, he picks up the molten hot fondue cheese and pours it all over my head and burns my, my goddamn scalp. And that's why my scalp looks like what you see today. Look at that. No way. That's why. Wow. That's, my... that's my origin story for that. Yeah. That is, that's Trump's Batman, Joker, Two Face. Yes. Wow. I know. My Fon- Fondue <laughs> crown. Sorry about that story. It <laughs> no, went up a little good. bit I mean, long, but no, it, it explains. Yeah. Yeah, what do you like? Cranberry sauce or something? All I right. was gonna, I was gonna say gravy. <laughs> now, does gravy also come from inside of the anus of the of the turkey? Or I think it comes that- from around the body, which technically the anus is part of it. Yes, like it's the All dripping right. from the pan mixed by, with a whisk by your mom, mixed with flour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, James, you love. Um, a discharge okay interesting um me i love just uh a nice uh corn niblets what Mm. yeah you seem like a niblet man like from a can or frozen because that's gonna make it or break it for me a nice fresh can of (laughs) corn niblets that you pour out on the plate and it has the corn uh juice is included (laughs) You, uh, you don't uh, you don't put the juice in the sink, huh? <laughs> no way! It's the best. That's where all the nutrients are and uh, taste mm-hmm. good. And you don't even warm it up; you just have it room temperature. So obviously not creamed. You're talking nibs. No. What What is is cream corn with dairy in it, or no, is it? What? I just think I think is cream corn like a an indigenous comes from an indigenous recipe. I think. Or it's like a, that's what it that's where it comes from. I think hmm. I okay. as a child I loved cream corn. There's no dairy in it. It's just corn that's like. Okay, because I was picturing like a, a can of corn kernels, and you just dump some butter and milk in it and mix it <laughs> but up. That would be good too, because I love tons of butter on a corn cob. Yeah, you know what I just realized. What. Well, if the four of us have Christmas Eve together in the North Pole, we're not going to have a lot of. A substantial uh, meal here. Just kind of... Stuffing, corn, gravy, and what was yours? (laughs) Cheese fondue. Fondue. (laughs) Fondue. Fondue. Goo supper. We need someone to get a... Can you get your scrawny little crack-smoking Santa to buy a dirt bird or what? (laughs) Oh, yeah. He can source a bird, that's for sure. Did the elves make them or... (laughs) No, it would just be a butterball. Oh, I get it. You mean he can source a bird like out of his big red pants? 
I don't think that's what she meant. Oh, well, my that's my apologies. I didn't. Um. So, Michael, you know, wait, you, we didn't. Your eyes open. Me? Not, oh, Kristen's. Not, not really, to be honest. Podcast, uh, Andre I ate about. Shut up. I ate about four watermelon gummies with ten per milligrams THC each. Oh wow. They Hello? taste well. One was grape, and then you're hungry. And great. This is yeah. Really I just eat weed gummies like a regular sack of gummies from the corner store. <laughs> this is going to be like when Crispin Glover was on Letterman. You know, this is going to be an iconic appearance where Doctor Andreas Parman had too many gummies. I like that you yeah. think I'm a doctor. <laughs> I'm <laughs> you a doctor from the jacket. And yeah, doctor jacket. I just want to say something. When Crispin Glover did the faux karate kick right by David Letterman's face, uh, mm. it was kind of embarrassing for Crispin. It didn't look good for him, and David no. Letterman continued to embarrass him for the rest of uh, whenever he would mention it. So are you saying that I'm embarrassing myself right now? No, 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 no. I just meant it's a wild interview that people are going to be talking about at the water cooler. Probably... We've had while. two blockbuster interviews. Two. So then I know, would say you, that this is uh, more like when uh, uh, Dino showed up uh, unannounced on uh, Carson and just kind of had fun. Yeah. With uh, okay. with sure. uh, old blue eyes, the two of them showed up. Okay. I'm Dino, and this lovely lady from the North Pole is old blue eyes. I'd say. I'm honored. I couldn't yeah. more. And uh, you, James, you're. Carson, obviously, because you're Wit, and uh, Mike, you're obviously Ed McMahon, because uh, you have that stupid laugh. <laughs> now, um, Mike, uh, before we have to sign off here and, and say thank you to our two amazing guests, um, now we had a short little salute to 2020. Do we want to just maybe quickly do this before we say goodbye to everyone and our fantastic guests? Sure, yeah. I think it'd be really fun if we do. And the thing is, it's because 2020 has been a bit of a, a real stinker, I guess is how most people would think of it. It's been a tough year. Mm-hmm. But even in its toughness and its tragedies, there have been some moments of beauty and, and light. And we thought it would be nice uh, as we sign off to do a, a little salute to the nice parts of 2020. Yes, absolutely. And why don't I go first? Um, First of all, I'd like to salute sweatpants for being 2020's official uniform. Slay King. I'd also like to salute Justin Trudeau's hunky beard. Memo to Aaron O'Toole. You might want to get on that. Yes, he should. (laughs) Then everyone would uh you know the problem with that guy Aaron O'Toole he's 47 and he has a baby face he just looks too young to be involved in politics you're right if he grew a beard maybe he would uh be taken more seriously all right I would like to salute the American people for voting Donald J Trump out of office Mm. well done folks also I'd like to salute Cardi B for making the hit song wet ass pussy it injected some much-needed horny energy into a year that was a real turnoff, uh, mostly because of all the uh, deaths. Okay, I'd like to salute that video. Is so sexy. They got uh, those ladies. <laughs> yeah. I watched it a lot. Okay, you can play videos in your car while you drive now because you get one of those <laughs> things that you put on the dashboard that um, 
like uh, what are those guys called? The the free drivers that paid get paid shit. What are they called? Uber. Uber guys. You put the phone on the dashboard so you can see the map. They're you know they're always like, "Where's yeah. McDonald's again?" And you're like, "Oh, anyways." You can put your phone there and watch the wet ass pussy video while you drive now. Yeah. Or Driver, do you mind if I watch WAP while we drive? <laughs> some cars have screens on the back seat for kids, and you can yeah. just put the car in autopilot and get in the back seat and watch it there while it speeds itself around the road. Oh. Or you could just pull the car over near the lake where there's not a lot of people parked and watch wet ass pussy in the back seat of your car by yourself for a long time. I'm going to go uh, to my next salute. <laughs> Uh, I'd like to salute Tom Cruise for making yelling cool. And also Ted Cruise, whose decision to grow a beard made right-wing Christians weak at the knees. And I also just realized I had two in a row about beard. (laughs) Well, you're a bearded guy. You did comedy. Um, Oh, that's it. I'd like to salute Sarah Cooper for helping us laugh again. I'd also like to salute the coronavirus. For giving us some fun new words. I'm talking about words like um, COVID-idiot, uh, uh, quarantine cutie, and there's even one that I made up myself, um, mascubate. Uh, that's one I made up. I'd like to salute uh, a few things. Sure. Oh, sorry. You're explaining mascubate? Yeah. I'm not going to explain it. It sort of uh, explains itself. Well, so what? It's just regular... M baiting with a mask on. In in a nutshell, yes. Do you oh, put, because it kind of gives you the same thing as like. Ah, ah, ah. Do you yeah, put your yeah, penis? Yeah. You don't. So you don't rub your penis in the mask. <laughs> no, and then I and mean, then wear it afterwards. No, no, that's disgusting. This is. Come on, we're trying to have we're trying to have fun with uh, saying goodbye to 2020 here, sir. I'm trying to be serious. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I would like to salute. I would like to salute people that like having sex, people that like being naked, rich people, rich people that have orgies, like the guy uh, from Solid Shade of Grey or whatever it's called. That movie's called. Oh my God, Jamie or or Dornan. I love that guy. He's an inspiration to me. I like him better as the killer from The Fall. He's cooler in that. I oh, saw that too. too. I saw that too. Um, he's not cool. He's hor- horrific, but very. Yeah, if they made, it was cool. If they made it's hard though because made. he's sexy. So you're like, I know. You're like, mm, I like this murderer that hurts everybody. They they get you right where they want you with him there. Yeah. What's the lady's name from Star Trek or X Files? Jillian yeah. Anderson. Ooh, yes. Yeah, she wears. Yeah. Uh, these nice police blouses and goes, where is this damn guy? Yeah. And then when she's not doing that, she's sexy in her hotel room eating a big old burger. Yeah. Oh. She's like, like, ow, ow. I think she has sex in the show. I, uh, yeah. Yeah. So let's <laughs> basically. Those guys are like, hold on. Those guys are like, these two need to stop this right now. Well, I, have, I haven't seen the queen, but does she have one. sex as Margaret Thatcher in the queen? <laughs> Come on. Does she wear a low cut blouse in the Queen? I think she talks kind of the same, like oh, 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 oh. oh don't let these poor people live in these houses anymore. Oops, a button broke. <laughs> she uh, she doesn't have sex as Margaret Thatcher, but 
she and Prince Charles sort of stare into each other's eyes while they sort of touch themselves. Um, so, Mike, we, we each have one more. That's, <laughs> that's impossible. I'd let's, like, yeah, let's each pick one joke left. Yeah. All right. I'd oh, like to salute the vaccine for stopping God's evil plan to kill every living human. And I'd like to salute Dr. Fauci. No one has worn a pair of glasses like him since Weezer knocked our socks off with their self-titled 1994 debut album, affectionately known amongst fans as the Blue Album. That's right. And for my final salute to 2020, I'd like to salute Zoom for taking Skype's arrogant ass out behind the barn and fucking the heck out of it. I'd also like to salute Sourdough Bread. I'd also like to salute Sourdough Bread. Can I get a yum? <laughs> Jackie, is it true uh, what Dr. Fauci said about Santa Claus? Is he? Did he oh, get the vaccine? Uh, yeah. No, no. He's a staunch anti-vaxxer. Mm-hmm. Nice. I like this guy. Santa Claus believes you in freedom. I love him. Honestly, you guys would be like, you'd love him. I'm getting in my Ferrari. I'm ready. I'm getting in my Ferrari right after this late night talk show is over. <laughs> um, well, guys, right. thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Dr. Andreas Parmesan. And <laughs> Parm Lord. Parm Lord. And Jackie Pirico. Thank you so um, much for having me. It's been great guests. Yes. Please subscribe to Landlord and Tenant and join our Patreon. Uh, yeah. Michael. This has been great. And all the people who watched and commented, thank you, everybody. You can uh, download this later to re-listen on Christmas Day. And we'll have links to all of our guests' uh, socials in the episode yeah. description, so but don't worry. And uh, we'll get a link up for Dr. Andreas' OnlyFans account, um, <laughs> which I think is and, a uh, Happy holidays. What's that? Buy Us Weekly from there. And Buy Us buy Weekly. weekly. And keep an eye out in your favorite comic book store for Dennis. <laughs> Happy holidays, everybody. And Thanks keep on watching. listening. Oh, oh. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 